Welcome to the Green Phoenix's Mylar, my look at recovery. This is a podcast that will be focusing on mental health, understanding recovery, and restoring a voice to those who it has been taken from. Welcome back. We are once again joined with the infamous Pastor Larry Guerway because he is infamous in my world whether he is in anyone else's. Last week, we continued our conversation that we started at the beginning of the year with goals. Uh, we started with defining your why, because if you don't know why you're doing something, it's kind of hard to know why you're, or how to move forward. Last time, we talked a little bit about the importance of getting a team and people to support you. And I've spent a lot of time, probably more time than is wise, thinking about all this and how it relates back to not only goal setting, and but life and recovery and the importance of setting goals so that you have something to work towards. Because one of the things that this individual in my life named Larry has taught me over the course of the last few minutes is that if you are not growing, you're dying. And that's just true of anything in life. When you get stagnated, you start to decay. And recovery is all about learning to move forward. So today we are going to talk about how to put action into your goals. What are the steps that you need to take and how do you do that? How do you get started when maybe you don't know how and since I don't know how to get started, I'm going to pass the mic over to you. Well, thank you, Heather. (laughs) I don't know where to begin. Um, No, Uh, thank you for that. Very weird introduction. And uh, no, we did. We have been talking about uh, goals this year and setting those goals. And then how do we put the right people around us to achieve those goals, which is pretty, you know, that's probably the key. And I think that's also the key to moving forward that if you've got the right team of people around you, um, they will be there to help you point in certain directions like, hey, here's the next step that maybe you should consider taking. Or you can say, hey, what do you think? What, where do I need to go here? Do I need to, um, well, with the podcast, say we're doing the podcast, you know, we, we sat down and kind of made a list of the things that we we're going to do for the next few months. And that next step was actually sitting down and recording them, right? That's the, that's the next step. Um, so in all of this process, when you got a team of people around you, you are using them to bounce ideas off of, to hold you accountable, to help you to take those next steps, to set those goals properly, to move towards them and, and kind of sort out what those are. Um, what I've found for myself in setting the goals and getting the team, what I need the team for in a lot of ways is brainstorming 
And what I mean by the brainstorming is, hey, I'll share a bunch of different ideas that I have going on because that's how I process through things. And when I'm processing through, out of that might come one or two things that I'm going to start working towards or what that next step might be. Uh, depends on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to launch a business, it might be finding funding, going out and raising money, uh, bringing in partners. If you're starting a podcast, it might be um, coming up with a name. It might be coming up with a theme or what's your over, you know, your driving purpose, what's your why. So your why drives your steps because you know what your goal is. So our goal for this is to create a podcast that help people come around the table, come around and, and break down barriers so that people can communicate better together. And for this, we sit down, we had goals, we wrote out how, where do we want people to come? Where do we want them to go? So then we take that next step. Um, and I'm rambling a little bit. I understand that. I think with that, that goal setting and those accomplishing those steps, you've got to keep your why there and help move toward. Now, I think one thing that's good to remember is that we're going to make missteps. We're going to step in directions that fail, that flop. And how we deal with that and keep coming back to our goals. So let me ask this, Heather, and, I, and I'll stop rambling. So I'll try, I'm going to put it back over to you. And I apologize for everybody that's listening to this this morning. Um, when you take steps towards things, and I know you always talk about it's difficult for you to, you have great ideas, but it's difficult for you to get it off the ground or to make that, that next step. Um, what has been important for you or how have you gotten to that place where you've taken the first step? What are some things, because you've, you've done a couple books now, you've done, a couple, you've done some workshops, you've, you have accomplished some things. What has been the process for you to accomplish? How did you take those first steps? What did you do? That is kind of a hard thing to answer because the reality of it is that I'm not entirely sure how I did it and truthfully not entirely sure that it was so much me if that makes sense. I think in a lot of the things that I've done, I've had the idea. I knew that the idea had validity. I knew that it was important. I knew that it was bigger than me. That it needed to get out there. But it wasn't until I had someone give me a push or a swift kick in the pants that really got me to start. And I think sometimes it's just a matter of recognizing the fact that I need to start 
Like I told you earlier, and I know I've mentioned it on here, one of my goals is to be able to run a full 5K by the end of the year. I haven't started even running. And there have been some legitimate reasons why, and lots of excuses. And the thing is, like, I don't understand why. Because there have been more than one day where I fully intended and I truly wanted to get out and run, but I just didn't. And yesterday, when I was looking through my email, I got one from a 5K that I had done years ago that benefits Goshen Valley's... Poison. Post, yeah, the Guns and Hoses 5K over in Woodstock. And it's coming up in a few weeks. I haven't run. Don't really foresee myself running before this race. But I've decided to commit myself. I'm going to register today. And commit myself to running or commit myself to the hospital for thinking that I can. I'm not really sure which is more appropriate at this point. Although one of my, my goals for this year is to avoid paramedics. So, yeah. Oh, well, let me back this up for a second. I know I, I threw it over to you because I wanted to kind of prove a point. Um, when we get stuck, it's usually because we don't have people around us to help us be accountable to our goals. Um, that's where talking about teams last week and relating it to teams this week, it leads to us having accountability in our lives. When we set goals, actually, if you get to the point where I'm going to, I'm going to push back on this a little bit because we, we did talk about setting goals. We talked about putting that together and then getting a team of people around us. If you've gotten to the place where you've actively sought out a team, you've already taken the first step. Because in any goal setting process, the first step is getting everything together. I'm going to use a I'm going to use a cooking term, and if there's anybody that cooks and hears me say this, I'll probably say it wrong. I think it's mise en place is the term. I think it's a French term. Um but what it means is gather all your ingredients before you start. Get all the pieces in place before you start cooking. Because if you've ever, if you're like me, you'll start with a recipe and you'll start just cooking. And then you realize, oh, I should have cut all those up before I got to this stage and you didn't get it ready. So it's getting all those pieces in place before you start. So the first step in getting anything together is getting all the pieces that you know you need in place to begin with. Now, in any process, there's always things that we add going down the road because we didn't realize we needed it. But putting that team together, getting two, three, four people, five people, whatever it is, depending on what you're trying to do on your team is a step. Then that next step that comes out of that is taking your why to your team 
or however they play a role in this. That's why it's important to get the right people in there. And maybe it's asking them for their help. Maybe you've got somebody on your team that is an expert or has experience in a certain area and going, hey, our next step is this. If it was cooking, my next step is, hey, we've got to combine these dry ingredients together. I make biscuits a lot, so I can put that together. If, you have, if I'm making biscuits, I need flour, I need sugar, I need baking powder, I need some sort of fat, whether that's you know butter, whatever it is, and I need milk, and I need salt. And you start by first getting all those pieces together. The second thing you do is you combine all your dry ingredients together. Then you put in your fat, then you put in your liquid, and you mix it together. Roll it out, you knead it together. There's steps to each one of those. If you're on a team and you've got that there, your team is gonna help you flesh out those next steps. Okay, so if we're going to do a podcast, we have this great idea we think people can understand. So we get a team together to talk about what we're doing. Maybe somebody on that team has experience with podcasting and they know the equipment that you need. So your next step might be getting the right equipment, then getting the right location, then writing out your scripts or the mode of what you're going to do. So see, in, in each one of those steps, you're using your team members to one, maybe help you accomplish that goal or two, to help hold you accountable to those goals and putting realistic time frames on those. Hey, bye. We're going to do a podcast. We want to start a podcast in the first week of March. We want to start releasing podcasts in the first week of March, which means by the third week of February, we need to start recording. What do we have? We don't have any equipment. So our first step is getting equipment. Does anybody around the table have resources in getting equipment? Well, I have a Walmart microphone and I have a computer from 1948. No, I'm just kidding. No, but you get the people around the table to help you accumulate or whatever you need. It starts with that process. Here's my goal. This is why we're going to do it. Now, this is how we're going to get there. And using your team helps you to map those things out. Some people like to put paper on walls and write it out. But the point is, is that in anything we do in life, it takes a group of people around us to get there. I know people that write books. I know people that are authors, their name is the only name on the front of the book, but yet I know of at least a half a dozen people that helped them write that book and helped them to get that process. Now, at the end of the day, they were the ones that had to get up at four o'clock in the morning and write every day. And uh, if you've ever read any of Mark Batterson's or listened to anything from Mark Batterson, he writes books. He said the greatest advice he ever got was write at least one page a day, even if it's terrible. And that was his goal, write one page a day. It turned into more than that, but that was his goal. Did that help? I don't know. I'm just rambling about this. But what do you think when you hear that process and how does that relate to the things that you've tried to do? It's interesting, the analogy that you started with, with the making of biscuits. 
I like to cook and I like to bake and they are two totally different animals. Mm-hmm. Baking is very specific regimented. There's a lot of chemistry involved. It's science, yes. Science is awesome, as is math. Not to be confused with meth. But if you are baking and you just try to throw all the ingredients in together, you're going to end up with a mess. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to work out. And if you don't have the right proportions of things, things aren't going to work out the way that you need them to. And sometimes it's going to turn into a complete disaster. Mm-hmm. Other times it'll work out, but not as well as it would have had you followed the steps in order. Whereas with cooking, there's a a lot more art to it. You can just throw everything together, and sometimes it works out really well. Sometimes you end up with tuna fish and double noodle soup and question all your life decisions ever made. Don't do that. Trust me. Just don't do that. So I, it was interesting to me, like, listening to you, and it, it made me realize that sometimes you just have to jump in and get started because otherwise you can get stuck trying to figure out all the pieces and making sure you have all the steps. But on the flip side of that, there is an importance to breaking things down so that even if you are jumping into it to get started, it once you've gotten started, then try to break things down and, and find a... Another thing this wise, weird old man named Larry has taught me over the course of the last few years is that you have to put things into action. And I think that's why I realized that I am going to register for the 5K. Because then I have made a commitment to myself. I am accountable to myself. I'm putting money to go and not die. And hopefully not be introduced to paramedics. Because I need that. I need something to work toward. Yesterday I went out for a hike, and I have been planning to get out hiking for over a month. And for one reason or another, I I had the plan to do it, and then I just wouldn't do it. And yesterday morning, I knew that if I didn't leave the house first thing in the morning, that I wasn't going to leave. So, no plan, no idea where I was going or what I was doing. I got out of the house and just kind of flew by the seat of my pants. But I was having a really hard time, and I have been, I'm going to be honest, I've been really struggling, and you know this, for a while, but this past week has been exceptionally difficult. And there are too many options and too many choices, and so I reached out and I I went and spoke to somebody who's a part of my support system and she flat out asked me, are you asking me to make the decision for you? And I just said yes, because I was at a point that I could not make a decision for myself. 
I knew what I needed to do, and I, I had narrowed down the trails of where I was going to go. But there was a part of me that as much as I didn't want to go home, just wanted to go escape back into the basement. Mm -hmm. And so I went to her and I asked her for help. And I said, should I go to Kennesaw Mountain or should I go to Island Ford? And she said, go to Island Ford. And so that's what I did. Granted, didn't make the best choices once I got there and paid for it afterwards, but I'm glad that I went out there and I'm, I'm glad that I didn't get stuck. You made a good point. And I know this podcast maybe take a little different than what we originally had thought it would. Um, we probably should script these out better. We do come in with a plan and it flies out the window the first time you get punched in the face. That's quoting Muhammad Ali. Everybody has a plan until they get hit in the face. Um, and so something you said, and I, 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 I like to bake and cook. And you're right. Cooking is a little more of a go-by-feel thing, although you can follow recipes. I will relate it to this, though. There are times, and this is part of from a faith-based perspective, where I have felt God urging me to do something that maybe I wasn't necessarily like I didn't come in and accumulate everything, but I acted on it even though I didn't know what the outcome would be or even what I was doing. I just knew I needed to take a step. And there is faith in that. At any time, if you're an entrepreneur, you do that all the time. You take steps without knowing what the outcome would be. But even in that, when you do those things, I want to point something out to you. You already had a pre-foundation laid. There were already ingredients and things there for you to work with. You may not have assembled all of them for that specific purpose or to accomplish that specific goal because in that moment you didn't know what exactly what you were going to do. You just knew you needed to get out. But you already had things in place that once you were there, you could use your support system. Places that you could go. You had choices. The same thing when we step out even in faith or, um, you know, a driving goal for me, like one of my biggest driving things is as a follower of Jesus, I want to introduce people to Jesus. I want to build relationships. And sometimes my accomplishing my goal in that is simply going places and getting out. I don't even know what it's going to be, but I have to be prepared before I go for whatever may happen. So you hopping in your car and saying, I'm gonna to go to Kennesaw Mountain or I'm gonna to go to Island Ford. You had somebody help you choose where to go, but you have asthma. If you didn't take your inhaler and you had an asthma attack, you would be in trouble. Water, proper shoes, you still have to have those ingredients there, even if you don't know the outcome of what you're going to do. So that's where a team helps you. That's where the preparation helps you. Yeah, sometimes we just have to take a step. Like I said, Mark Batterson said, hey, I'm just going to write a page. It may be a terrible page. Actually, most writers I know 
what if you actually saw what they sat down and wrote compared to what is actually published, you'd think they wrote two different things. Because most writers, they don't care about form. They don't care about grammar. They don't care about any of those things. They just write and dump what is in their head, either on recorder or on a screen. Or some are old school, do it on a typewriter. They still exist. But then they go back and they have a team of people. They go back and self-edit, but then they have editors and other people that help them. And then they have their publicist and people like that and their agents that keep them on a schedule. And that schedule helps hold them accountable to the time that it needs to be done. Uh, if you're like me and you uh, ascribe to the procrastinators club, if you don't have a goal and a time frame to that goal, you'll never accomplish it. Because, oh, I've got to get this done because I'm going to do this today. For me, every Wednesday, we record a message for our online service. I know that sometime by Wednesday, I need to have that written. So that's a goal because so much stuff in my life will get in the way that if I don't have that goal and that accountability, I'm not going to get there because somebody else might need something over here or my family might need something over there or the great opportunity might come up over here. If you don't have a plan or that goal and time frame in mind, there are going to be a lot of opportunities and things that come up to distract you from your goal. Or let's just face it, we're really good at finding distractions because we don't know what to do. So if you put that time frame in place and you're accountable to somebody else, even not just yourself, but somebody else, you'll put action to it. You may not even know what that action is. You'll do something to get started. Often when I write messages, I'll have kind of a plan, but there are times I don't know how to start them. And I will simply just start writing an introduction. And by the time I get to that point, I will have some clarity on where I need to go. Then I go back and put the structure to what I would need to do. That's a process for me. Everybody's a little bit different. But you're right. Sometimes we just need to take that step. But part of that process is having people in our place that are on our team to help us hold us accountable to take that step. If you know somebody's going to ask you, hey, how are we coming along on getting the podcast going? Have you got equipment yet? Have you started recording yet? Do you have a guest list? You know, there's a, a lot of different things. But you won't, most of us won't get there if we don't put a team around us and set a time frame of achievable goals. Now, if you came to me and said, hey, we're going to steal the moon. I'm sorry, I went to a Despicable Me reference. But um, if you came to me and said, hey, by the end of this year, my goal is to have 100,000 subscribers, I'd say that's probably too big of a goal. Well, we're up to like six now. So if we can get to double digits, I'll be happy. But if you came to me and said, hey, by the end of this year, I'd like to have 50 subscribers. That'd be a realistic goal. Okay, what are we going to do to get those subscribers? How are we going to do this? And what steps do we need to take? I think one of the, the biggest takeaways that I'm getting from this 
especially as a lifelong member of the Shiny Squirtle Brigade, is that sometimes you just have to be willing to to jump in, get started, and then figure it out as you go along. But you're even in doing that, you're already going to have some foundation for where you're going, even if you don't recognize it. But on the flip side of that, it is important to at least have some idea of what you're doing and where you're going. And like you mentioned, it it would have been in... I had the inhaler with me, and I knew to use it beforehand, but I didn't. And then I paid for it afterwards. So sometimes it's not just a matter of having the right tools in place. It's a matter of actually using those tools, which can be difficult. It's still difficult for me to reach out and ask for help. It just isn't natural for me to do it. And there are times, like yesterday, when everything feels so completely chaotic and out of control that I do things just to have some sense of control even if it's not doing something that I know that I need to do just so I feel like I have control over what I'm doing. It's not exactly smart and it's but I know this, and it is something that I'm working on. And I think that's one of the things that you have to learn to recognize in yourself. And recognize that it asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that gets so twisted. Everybody wants to be a self-starter and self-made person and not... And just prove that they're independent and they can do everything by themselves but the truth is you really can't and you mentioned writing a book many moons ago I got into my head to write a young adult novel and I hand wrote out everything and then I went back and I typed it up and as I was typing I made edits and then I was a part of a writing critique group where we would take turns we would meet and take turns reviewing other people's work and uh, it helped because when you're giving critique for somebody else a lot of times you're going to learn more about your own stuff than you are about theirs so if you're giving them feedback you're also getting your feedback for yourself and we took turns and one of the people the, the, the lady who actually started this group was a published author. She may not be super well known, but she has a lot of work out there. And she always referred to it as the SFD. I'm not going to say what the S stood for, but first draft. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea behind it was that when you're getting that that first draft done, know that it's going to be complete and total crap. Mm -hmm. And be okay with that and that's true of anything that you do mm-hmm. and I know that I'm not going to place well I will place it will probably be last which is still a place 
And that's okay, as long as I can get across the finish line. And realistically, even if I don't get across the finish line, I, the, as long as I can get my tail out there and across the start line, it's a step in the right direction. Awesome. Well, I know we need to wrap up. I'll leave it with this. Um, because you, you said some important things. Yes, we need to take a step. And I thought of many stories. I've been doing some work on my on one of the motorcycles that I have and needed to replace a part. I've never done it before. I did some research, watched YouTube videos, um, thought I had everything together to do it, got into it, ran into some complications. And what did I do? I stopped and called one of my friends that works on bikes and asked him, you know, hey, what do you think about this? And, and he didn't have a solution for it, but we troubleshooted and came up with an idea and a plan on the fly. So yeah, sometimes we just need to step out, even if it's outside our comfort zone, but then realize that there are people in our lives or tools or things that we can use when we get stuck um, and realize we may fail. Um, and that's part of that learning process. And, and that's okay. It's okay to fail. Actually, it's part of, we need to fail. We need to fall on our faces from time to time to help us to learn and grow. Um, I think it's funny because most people that want to write books and have great ideas don't finish them because they think they need to write them perfectly. Um, and they don't understand the process. They don't have the right people around them to help them get there. So team's important. Accountability is important. And just taking the first step is important. And just going. So the whole principle primary focus of today's episode was putting action to our goals. What are your final thoughts to wrap that up? I think final thoughts, I kind of just said it. One, um, try and accumulate as many of the tools as you can or use have the tools around you that you need as much as possible, whether it's a team, depends on what you're trying to do. Um, and then you know, we talked about setting that goal, but then it, just take a step. If it's write a page, if it's make a phone call, if it's record something that's terrible, if it, whatever it is, uh, I respect my sons. They do, uh, it goes back uh, individually, they do their own YouTube videos and podcasts, but they do them together. Not because they have a huge listening audience although it's growing but because they know that every time they do one it gets better and every time they take a step it gets better so the key here is just to keep working no matter what it is you're doing just keep working toward it take a step take that first step toward achieving your goals. To get out there and just do something. Stop thinking about it and just do it. If it's registering for a 5K, register and then get out to the start line. If it's writing a book, even if it's not a full page, at least write a sentence. Just do something to get started towards your life and towards your goals. And until next time, have a great day.